Hello, this is Nilla Varman and you're listening to The Nilla Extract, the official show where I talk about pressing issues such as body acceptance, mental health, climate change, race and so much more, with some pretty cool music and some pretty cool guests too. Hello, my name is Nilla and welcome to The Nilla Extract. Thank you so much for being here and I know it's been a while but it's good to be back. I have been in Chennai and Kanjipuram, basically I've been in India for the past month and it's been great. It's been really hot, but it's been beautiful. It's been great seeing my family after so long and connecting with this part of my identity and my culture. I've been eating so much food, doing lots of traveling, doing my dissertation. There's lots of things going on at the same time. So I'm sorry I haven't posted this episode as soon as I should have done it. Well, that didn't really make sense. I should have done it sooner. But uh, I'm glad to be back. It's good to talk to the wall and my mic today. Um, I've missed it. I'm still not in the UK today. I'm currently sitting in a room with the AC on full blast because I just, I'm not very good at heat apparently. But um, yeah, it's a rather short intro from me today. All I wanted to say is that, again, this is a really short intro from me this week. I think I'm just tired. I am tired and I'm really full. I've been eating a lot of food recently, which has been really nice, but it's it's tiring. It's been really nice. We went to Kanjipuram for a week. We actually just came back from the jungle, which was a real highlight. We went to Kobini Rainforest or Nagaroli um, National Park, which is also known as Nagaroli Tiger Reserve. And it's also known as some other Gandhi National Park. I don't know, it's got three names. Um, Rajiv Gandhi, apparently, my brother says. But it was incredibly beautiful. The ambience was spectacular. We went on two safaris and it was really fun. It just made me really want to go back to going on safari things. I was reminiscing my trip to Africa a couple of years ago and that was one of the best trips of my whole life. And uh, I really missed it. I really want to go back to Tanzania and to Serengeti and it was awesome. Um, but yeah, I absolutely loved Kabini. It was the weather was incredible. We unfortunately didn't see any tigers, but we did see elephants. We saw lots of monkeys and and other things, and <laughs> we didn't see any leopards either. I'm afraid, but we saw lots of bugs. But uh, definitely highlight. I recommend everyone to go there. It was really really nice, and we stayed at this wonderful resort called Lincoln Wildlife Resorts, which I also recommend. It's really really nice. It's family owned. Got such good food and hospitality and wonderful little cabins and all sorts speaking of heat it has been really hot and coming from not so much of a hot temperature to suddenly heat blasting my face it's been a lot to process and um my brother just closed the door so sorry about that um but speaking of heat we've got someone really really exciting on the show today and uh, without spoiling too much she has just released a hit single called Heat. I know, the name of the episode, Heat, India, Hot Weather. It's all connected. But uh, we have the lovely, incredibly talented, wonderful person, genuinely, and gorgeous human being, Archana, on our show today to talk about her journey with her music, her South Asian heritage, and it's just so exciting to see. Honestly, you need to watch this music video. It's the most stunning thing I've ever seen. It's so aesthetically pleasing. It's a celebration of all different types of ethnicities, of skin color, and it's so beautiful and a really, really 
really, 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 really need you to go and listen to this song because it's so good. And I'm really excited for you to hear this conversation too. It's one that I really enjoyed recording. Arjuna is so lovely and I can't wait for you to hear this conversation. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to our lovely, lovely guest on the show today. And I'm going to go and do a bit of packing. Without further ado, here I am live in my bedroom in Chennai today at the Nilla Extract where I will try to challenge many socially pressing and relevant issues that aren't really talked about much. And as I'm broadcasting from home, please excuse any background fart noises and AC and brother closing the door and crinkle pops and all that jazz. And as usual, this episode will have some good music, some uncontainable weirdness. Here is an oldie but a goldie. It's not that old actually. And I put it on every summer on this show, which has only been two summers so far. But to kick off the summer, here's Put Your Records On. So enjoy that. Here's another song you've been trying to forget
Archana, welcome to the Nether Extract. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It is release week, so I'm feeling overwhelmed, stressed, excited, like I want to throw up, but also just excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for those who don't know, Arjuna has a new single coming out. Um, tell us all about it, because I'm very excited. I've been seeing all the behind the scenes TikToks and posts, so I'm just, I'm just waiting. <laughs> yeah, so the song is called Heat. It's about having a crush. Um, so basically, I had a crush on somebody who will remain unnamed. <laughs> and um and and they didn't want me back. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I think we've all I think we've all been there. Um, and you know, I kind of I'm just like, oh bullshit. I'm like bullshit. Like you, you, I know you want this. Like just put aside whatever is blocking you and like let's just lean into it. Cause some people, you know, they have their their boundaries and their guards up, which is absolutely fine. But you know, this song is a little bit of an ode to like, why don't you just lay it down on the side and come hither? Yes. And let's have a good time. Let's have a good night. So um, I started writing it with a friend of mine. Um, my co-writer on the song is Kayla. And uh, our friend Adam came in and finished off the production. And um, I'm queer. I'm a queer South Asian artist. So um, I added, you know, I kind of, I wrote the song over maybe eight sessions. And during that time, I had a crush on a guy. And then I had a crush on a girl. And then I crushed on another girl. And then I was like, I'm going to take out like the gender. I don't want there to be a gender because yeah. it's just, just not applicable to me mm-hmm. um and also I added some Indian Carnatic so it's like little celebrations of like identity and diversity which is what you know we filmed the music video and yeah that's all coming out on Friday no I absolutely love the sound of that and also just as someone who I mean I I grew up with Carnatic music like I learned it my whole life like I don't see a lot of representation of it at all you know so many people I speak to if I'm like oh yeah I'm like trained in Carnatic or whatever they're like what is that is that just Bollywood and I'm like no so um no it's different (laughs) it's so different it's a whole it's a whole other world and I actually started learning Carnatic when I was five so before I ever knew that I could sing western music or pop music um, let alone write it. I was I was trained in Carnatic music. So that was kind of the way that I approached Western music for a long time and, um, you know, got lost in that whole like Western acapella college group thing for a nice. while. And uh, it was wonderful. It gave me like a great like vocal foundation. And now I get to write music where I marry that vocal foundation. So you'll notice there's a lot of harmony in my music and also my cultural element of like where I was introduced to music in the first place. Yeah, I love that. Um, this is really random, but when I sing uh, Western from like going from Carnatic, you know how you have gumma gums, right? I find mm-hmm. it really uh, easy to do runs. Um, yeah, after I've done gumma gums. Do you have that too? It's like a superpower, isn't it? People are like, yeah. how do you riff? I mean, listen. I mean, I am in a community of incredible musicians. Like, I cannot riff like some of these people, but <laughs> I can riff. I can riff. Like, I can do like you know the the easy stuff. I can work on some of the harder stuff and really pull it out. But I I will credit Carnatic music to the mm. the reason I can sing in tune in the first place because it's such <laughs> a strong foundation. I agree because you, you really go through the scale like ten thousand times before yeah. you start learning. And there's a ragam for everything, you know. And there's a ragam like, for every feeling, every mood. There's a kriti for every god. Like it's really cool. <laughs> One size fits all. Yeah, I mean, before we started this conversation, we were also talking about your lovely name, uh, which is Archana, and you were telling me all about how you have a nickname. So tell me about that. I mean, you're a South Asian girl like myself. How was it growing up in a Westernized country having a Indian name? Because I've been through that too. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So I was born in India, mm-hmm. which I love. Um, and then I came here when I was about a year old. <laughs> so wow. I I didn't really get to experience, you know, my culture um, in the way that I would have if I were immersed in that in India. But I experienced it in a unique way here through music and through dance and through the community and through, you know, where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um but the one thing, you know, we moved right to California when I was when I was here as a baby. And the one thing they couldn't pronounce is my name. So to make it easier on myself, as most parents do, they gave me a nickname, Archie, you know, and it started off as like a, you know, a loving family thing that just kind of became like, well, no one can pronounce her name in preschool. So call her Archie. And so everyone calls me Archie. Um, and, and it just like I never had really a say in that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was a, it was a baby. So, you know, through middle school, through high school, I've kind of been like, oh yeah, Archie, like the sub, the substitute in class or the first day of class, Arcana, Archana, they can never mm-hmm. pronounce it correctly. And for me, that's just, it feels a little, che- it cheapens my like identity and who I am. Like, I agree. you yeah. are going to, you're going to, you know, just throw a shot in the dark and not be able to pronounce my name. And, you know, normally I'm pretty cool with it, but as, as I've grown up, I've kind of been like, okay, like if I say my name and you repeat it back incorrectly at this point you know maybe like maybe we should pay a little bit more attention to people's names if they're not from this country or they're a different unique name right like I think it's a you know people like to say like oh your name is beautiful and I'm like thanks I've always been ashamed of it because no one can ever pronounce it correctly yeah so part of you know and and part of stepping into like my artistry has been a becoming of who I am as a person and for the first time Ever, I feel more like Archana than Archie. So even when moving into, I live in a creative house with um, some incredibly talented um, fellow artists. And even moving into this house, I was Archie to everyone. And throughout the two years that I've been here have become Archana. And now they introduce me as Archana and they've been so respectful and, and, and kind about that. Um, so it's been a, it's been a bit of a journey, but I did say to myself, you know, I want to be my truest self when I release music and that is not going to happen under Archie. Yeah. Who I, I am is Archana. Yeah. No, I love that. I think um, even when you're saying it, like I can relate to it so much, that evolution of actually finding yourself, even if that's through your name, because I mean, my name's Nilla. It's not that hard to pronounce for me. And I always thought like, okay, people are like, oh, three nil in football. They'll be able to pronounce Nilla. Like it's not, yeah. that hard. but I, I've been like Nyla, Nila, Niall, like Nola, Nala. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a, it's a four letter name, but I mean, it's been murdered and butchered. And I like, I think at one yeah. point I was just like, okay, just call me whatever you want. Like, I'd rather you call me something than nothing at all. And I think it took me a long time to go, okay, well, you know, there's a lot of power in my name and I love my name. I love where it comes from and the story behind why I'm called Nilla and whatever. And so I think when I came to uni, I was like prepared because I was so bored with people saying things like, I mean, some people would even be like, oh, but Nila suits you more. And I'm like, mm, don't think oh, you can tell me what suits me more. Um, yeah, no, okay. you can't. <laughs> yeah, that's it was awful. a whole hierarchy thing at school, but well, well, that's another conversation for another day. But I kind of <laughs> came into like university going, okay, so I'm going to make sure people pronounce my name right. So when I introduce myself and someone can't say it or they can't remember it, I always told them it sounds like vanilla without the ver. Hence yeah. the name of the show is like vanilla extract of like the vanilla extract. I don't know. A lot of people, a lot of people don't know that uh, apparently. I don't get it. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I completely it's crazy. understand that. Yeah. Mm. It's I only crazy how people, with that. Mm. yeah, it's crazy how, how people like us um, 
will just accept defeat so quickly when it's like the most basic sign of respect, I think is to know someone's name and to attempt to pronounce it correctly. Mm-hmm. And so even if like, it's a little cringe when someone's like, Arch, Arch, what is it? Can you, can you remind me? I would much rather them say that. And for me to say it's Archana, than for them to be like Archana. Yeah. So I did a show recently and I'm obviously not calling anyone out. It was a wonderful show led by some incredible people, but I had a whole, I had, had a whole introduction to a song where I said, my name is Archana this is how you pronounce it. I talked about as we just did with my relationship with the name and the host came on and then said, thanks so much, Archana. And the next artist came on and and said, Archie. And, and, and a little bit is like, did you like, were you listening when I spoke? Probably Mm. not is the answer. And that's okay. We can't all be attentive all the time, you know, but I think it's like a little bit of a respect thing too. It's like, I was listening when you spoke, I hear you and I see you. Um, and so I have like kind of rubbish interactions. I used rubbish because uh, you used rubbish and now I'm just copying you. <laughs> kind of weird interactions, but that's okay. You know, what really matters to me is the people around me that are like ve- being very respectful about it and trying to, yeah. to call me more, more who I feel like, you know, that's like a wonderful thing. It yeah, no, I really trust where they're supposed to be. Yeah, mm, absolutely. I mean, I don't think I could have said it better. Like, I'd rather have someone actually like ask me, like, how do you pronounce it again? Rather than saying, yeah, I'm going to shorten it down and call you this nickname without actually telling you or like without your consent, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, can I just call you so and so? Because it's easier for me. I mean, I'd rather yeah. them actually take the time to, as you said, just hear me out and respect me and like see me as a person not just as a yeah well and you know how many times I've gotten like people be like like Nilla wafers like I'm sure Mm. like do you know how many times I've gotten um oh like Archibald Archie like Archibald oh I don't want to be associated with the name Archibald like that's like a white man's name that has nothing to do with me yeah I was just about to say more than is that a nickname for something else Mm. Yeah. I mean, we don't actually have Nilla wafers here. I only heard about Nilla wafers very recently. Like, it's just not British. Oh, really? I was yeah. wondering. No, oh, no. Nice. I think my parents, they went to America on holiday and they were like, oh, there are some Nilla wafers. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> okay, <laughs> great. A snack with my name on it. Cool. Oh, it's a, no big deal. I mean, it has two L's on my name and he has one L, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I think if I came to America, then maybe I'd use that reference instead. But I think it just became so tiring at one point. I was just like, yeah, it's whatever you want it's it to be. Nilla. It's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think the most weirdest shame. thing I've been ever called is Nancy. Like <laughs> that. I was like, do I look like so a far Nancy off. to you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so far off. It's just like, yeah. you didn't even try, did you? You did not. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing you've been called? I think it's I think it's Archibald. Archibald. Yeah, yeah. and people will be like Archibangle, Archinana. Like, you know oh. what I mean? And, and they think it's cute, specifically like boys slash men, like through middle school and until mm. now. You know, people are a little better as adults, I think, but as kids, it's just like oh yeah, ruthless, absolutely ruthless. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, as you mentioned, like you went to high school in uh, America. How was it uh, kind of, I mean, for me, I know I'm always kind of on like a tightrope between my British upbringing and my very Tamil and South Indian upbringing. And it's I've like, I was born and brought up here and I've lived here my whole life. And it's always like a you know, I've never quite found the balance yet. Um, I mean, I'm, I've still got so much time, but how has that been for you just growing up and kind of figuring out that part of your identity? 
It was tough. It yeah. was really tough. So I was lucky enough to go to a, a pretty po- like brown populated school district um, mm. in New Jersey, which is where I grew up. Um, and I think that made it uniquely difficult because well, first of all, there's some weirdness sometimes where it's like, I don't, I don't want to be your, your friend because you are a woman, or I, I don't want to be your friend because you're Indian. I'm going to judge you sometimes in, in situations outside of where brownness is common. So mm. like, for example, I was telling, I was showing people my song in Washington Square Park yesterday, going up to random people and just, we don't want to hear my song. Um, and, you know, every time there was an Indian person, I would beeline or a brown person, I would beeline. Like I would go, I want to show them my song. And uh, thinking that that's a unique experience that we can share. And some of them were like excited. And then some of them were like off put. They were like, I, I don't care about like, just because I'm Indian or brown doesn't mean that I care about other brown people kind of thing. They gave me that kind of air. Hmm. Um, and, 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 and that multiplied by however many brown kids that were at my school. You know, we, we didn't know as kids how to really support and uplift each other. And so I think it, there was a lot of, drama there was a lot of um you know talking crap there was a lot of um bullying and difficulty like kind of being kind to one another because we were always in competition we were facing the same struggles so there was like a popular group of like you know in my grade as as great like as high schools have and then there was also an Indian kid popular group Mm. and I think I really just struggled to fit in um to like find friends um so the way that I would do that is I would date (laughs) and I would date I would date and their friends would be my friends and I became like a serial monogamist and um that's kind of like a part of my my past that like that's how I learned about the world because I didn't want to being in a friend group with a lot of drama was too high stakes for me I did not want that I get I was constantly involved in drama somehow still and um you know I don't it, it is, it is, it got to a point where I don't really talk to anyone from high school. You know, I have a couple friends from high school and we stay in touch and then I'm like, everyone else, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I hope you, I hope no, you. I'm exactly like that though. Like, yeah, you know what I found really bad? I wasn't even in high school that long ago and I've actually forgotten some people who were in my year and I see them on Instagram. I'm like, oh my God, he was in my year. Like, how could I forget? Like, but yeah, also yeah, I was yeah. just like it's, hmm. it's a little traumatic high school's a little yeah. traumatic oh wait, we, we like definitely <laughs> yeah high school's yeah. so foggy I have no idea how I sat through like a nine till five every day I can't even do two hours of uni at a time I fall asleep you know what I mean yeah. I'm just like how did I sit through a whole day I, I have no idea <laughs> but um, yeah 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 I don't know if this is the same experience with you but like I found that you know I I didn't fit in with white people but I also didn't fit in with brown people like you know there's so much discrimination within the South Asian community itself and it's just so hard to assimilate and yeah yeah I think I was definitely a floater between the two like Mm. like I was not popular I think I was like well known um but I don't think I was popular in any way there was like you know I just kind of was like acquaintances with a lot of people and I didn't really have like a close group of friends um and and I couldn't figure it out like I would have friends in classes and I would have a boyfriend and then I would I I couldn't figure it out to like find an actual group of friends I couldn't figure out where I belong do I belong with all the Indian kids which I don't think they really wanted me do I belong with all of these other kids which I don't think they really wanted me so what I actually did was I 
started working in the library because <laughs> I could not like it's a testament to how I could not figure out where I belonged um you know I was like I like these people they're cool but also like I like music and no one likes music the way that I do and no one's listening to the kind of music that I'm listening to mm-hmm. So I isolated myself and actually worked in the library during my study hall period, um, unlocking a memory um, (laughs) and became friends with the librarians. And that was my kind of way of, you know, like kind of taking myself back from social situations and just observing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I couldn't cope. (laughs) No, bless you. Honestly, like I think, I think for me, like when I was in high school, I just expected to know who I was and have that group of friends immediately like I just thought it was all like the movies and one day I was going to wake up and know exactly who I was I'm like, I still don't and I think it's just all yeah. about like connecting and collecting these tiny pieces of identity or like emotion over the years and then finding that's exactly it. yourself every couple of months or whatever it is I don't know that was a that's very exactly short time hmm. you're never gonna know who you are because you're always going to be changing yeah always 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 so it's really a matter of of getting to know yourself as best as possible and then like knowing when you're changing as well and that's I think why it took me so long to get to music so I'm 26 right now and I'm and I am pushing really hard for this um a little bit of it was you know like societal pressure to go get a job and do kind of the the traditional nine to five structure and you know I went to school for animal science because I thought Mm. I wanted to be a vet even though all I could think about was music um and it kept me from definitely definitely being Indian and kind of having those expectations on you um culturally definitely kept me from this as well but also you know I kind of leaned into this because it was the only way that only only outlet that was allowing me to express and figure out who I am yeah, because at my core, I am a Carnatic musician, and at my core, I, I, I love I love music. It just moves me and and is a way for me to explore who I am without any consequence from anyone else. I can write something that is like I had one thought one time, and I'm exploring that thought, and somehow it'll end up being the most therapeutic thing I've ever written. Um, it's poetry, and it's, it's the way that I kind of see the world. If I have a day, there's a soundtrack to that day. You know? Yeah if I have a day when I have like a day out <laughs> or something there's always a soundtrack to that day no I understand that and I think I can really resonate with that especially like how you feel kind of at home with music I think that's a uh, part of myself that like especially with Carnatic music like even though I've been kind of doing it my whole life I was in I was very ashamed of it at one point maybe because of my traumatic experience at high school or maybe just because I was trying to be as less stumble as I could be if that makes sense just to fit in but I realized like I I used to be embarrassed to say to people like oh yeah I'm gonna go do a concert or something and sing Carnatic songs or whatever I don't know I think now I I think about it and I feel really silly because that was a really important part of my life and it's it's still an important part and I think I'm still like finding my way through it and falling back in love with it again yeah and I think that we were made to feel like that we were Mm -hmm. made to feel like that right I think about that in terms of like bringing lunch like if you brought an Indian lunch Mm. to school like I would hide it or eat it elsewhere or toss (sighs) it oh man 
you know, yeah. like I, I haven't actually, I've only had this conversation with one other brown girl, but she was like, oh, I used to like hide sandwiches in my closet and they would like get mold. Like, because I didn't want okay. to have like an Indian like sandwich, like because we were made fun of for it, because whether that was like severe bullying or like casual teasing, we were still made fun of for it. So isn't it crazy how our culture has become something that was something that we were made fun of, but now has become something that's a novelty that yeah. people desire. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's so strange to be to be made fun of because of the the shade of my skin growing up. Someone said like, oh, monkey. You know what I mean? The, the typical comments, mm, like, oh, you look mm-hmm. like a monkey, blah, 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 and like whatever. And like your body's kind of weird and like blah, 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 blah. And like all of these things that are because I'm genetically Indian. And and then now people are like, oh, I would love skin, the color yeah. of your skin. Oh, like, look, I'm almost as dark as you after they've come back on holiday. With yeah. I'm like, which okay, is just, honey, that's I not have, how it works. <laughs> Yeah, which is like I'm conveniently like pieces of me and my identity and my culture that I've mm-hmm. always been are now something that you desire. So it's a little bit like that with the Carnatic thing. Like I put that in because it's the most true expression of myself, but I am getting a lot of people being like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like what, you know, like that's, so, you know, and it's like, well, I would just be made fun of for that. So it's yeah. very interesting. You know, I, I'm definitely like, I know everyone has good intentions currently, but when, when I was younger, the people that bullied me or made fun of me did not have those good intentions. So it's very interesting how the how the coin flips yeah I get that I mean I don't know if you've seen the TikTok trend lately where this like woman put out a lentil doll pancake which was basically a dosa and like didn't yeah a white, a white woman didn't credit yeah. it yeah and people were like mate I used to be made fun of for bringing this into school and now you're like look at this lentil protein wrap and I was like Bro, that's a dosa. Like, what? it's a dosa. Hell. Yeah, and also still like with the skin stuff. I mean, I used to be made fun of about coconut oil in my hair for so long, and now people are like, oh my gosh, coconut oil treatment it's thing. So good. Lens. It's so good for your yeah, and face, and I'm like, what? <laughs> are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? I was like, doing all the trendy stuff before mm-hmm. it was trendy. Like now you want to know my hair secrets? Well, yeah. <laughs> um well you know yeah. what I'll tell them to you <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm ready <laughs> I've been waiting like my TikTok and I'll tell them to you <laughs> well that's yeah that's a bonus <laughs> I'm, not, I'm so excited to hear heat this week like honestly your music video behind the scenes looked incredible you had so many uh, I don't know what to say like the colors were beautiful like for anyone who hasn't seen just the behind the scenes photos and things that she's put on her Instagram please go have a look it just looks so cool and so bold and powerful like how was that you know shooting a music video and that whole experience yeah it was like the best and most stressful experience of my life <laughs> I, I I you know I think I'm someone that like one if and when I get married, I probably will put less importance on it than like this music video um, or future or future visual artistic representations of myself. So yeah, I used to tell myself that I was not a visual person, Hmm. but I only have like kind of an act in in different ways and I'm not a visual person and I can't do the art stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I used to tell myself all of this stuff that I felt like was a limiting belief about myself. Hmm. I even messaged a couple of creative directors. I was like, listen, I don't have a huge budget. That was the most challenging thing. It's not having a huge budget and self-managing the project so I was like maybe I can ask someone to like help me out and like you know if it's someone I know maybe they'll like give a friend a discount whatever yeah and you know when push came to shove I simply didn't have the funding for it and I had to do it all myself 
And I had some sort of a visual inclination, like I was seeing some colors and some fabrics and I was talking to my mom about it. My mom's, my mom's a, she's crafty for sure. Mm. And she's a dancer and she's very, she's very artistic. She doesn't consider herself an artist, but I think she is. Um, and, um, I was telling, you know, I think I, I think I want to do dancers, but I don't really know. And so this thing that was in my mind when I was at the shoot, I was like, wow, like everything that I wanted that I was like, I wasn't strong about it. I was like, I think I want to do this. Maybe let me put out some feelers and then feelers became into something a little bit more real. And then I had dancers and then we rehearsing and then I blah, 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 blah. Um, but when I was at the shoot, I was like, pinch me. Like everything that was in my mind came to fruition and it's even better than I thought that it would be. Amazing. Um, Which was incredible. And the thing that I'm honestly the most proud of, you know, if you watch the music video, if you're listening, go watch the music video. My dancers are insane. The set is beautiful. Um, My dancers, you know, they came three times to my apartment, which is pretty far out in Brooklyn. They helped me choreograph. My mom helps me choreograph. You shot the whole um, thing in your apartment? No, no, no. Um, oh. We just choreographed in my place. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I was like, whoa. I mean, Still whoa. Pretty big. But... We, we probably could do that. But um, no, I wanted to try a studio. Um, oh. My production team was women. Mm-hmm. two brown women two Indian women love it um that coincidentally I went to high school with one of them um they were incredible um and my six dancers were all women of color um five out of the six are queer um and and all incredibly talented and intelligent um people in their own right um so it really felt like an incredibly supportive community um I had basically all women on set except for my producer Evan um and uh a a delighting person um but he was a person of color as well so it really it was a it was a minority fiesta celebration and uh it felt really incredible to see that come together and really releasing this music video feels like not only a celebration of my identity but a celebration of just being different and being a minority and um you know, it's all of the things that I am and that I could be and that we all are, which is, it's, it's really cool. Ah, actually, that, that, that sounds incredible. Like, I'm sorry oh. if I was just a bit like lost for words. That it was just so like nice <laughs> listening to you talking about this. Like, I, I genuinely am so excited because I saw myself. Do you know what I mean? Like, I felt I felt represented and I felt seen. And I was like, I don't even know how I found you. I think you just popped up on my FYP one day, if I'm really honest, like a few months ago or whatever. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like she's incredible. Number one. Number two, like I hear myself. I see myself. I'm like, that's so rare. Like I just. That's what I, I want. It was that so is what I want, and nice. I, I'm tearing up. <laughs> oh, bless you. Because that is exactly what I wanted. Because I think it took me part of the reason it took me so long to become an artist. And granted, I'm still young and I have time and I'm excited for my career and blah, blah, blah. But I could have started writing at 18. I had it in me. I could have started writing at 15. I had it in me, but I didn't see anyone that looked like me that was yeah. doing what I wanted to do. And so I want to be the person that people look at and they see that representation. Yeah. Um, and so like part of that, part of the work I'm doing is to try to build up that audience is to try to build up people that are my, minorities, you know, Brown people, queer people, South Asian people, people of color in general, because yeah. I want to support our identities as much as possible because I know what it's like to be a minority and I want to celebrate that we are because we can celebrate that now. And I, I want to show yeah. I can't wait to see what else you come out with. Like, I haven't even heard this song yet, but I'm excited for your next song. So <laughs> I'm, um, <laughs> I'm excited to I'm, share. I'm really excited. Um, but 
unfortunately, I have to say goodbye because time constraints. <laughs> well, I know. Well, we'll stay in touch. Thank you so we much will. for having Thank me. Thank you I'm so really much for coming. And uh, for anyone who's listening, Heat comes out on the 11th, if I'm not wrong. Yep. Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. The 10th. It comes okay. out on Friday. The 10th. It comes out um, on Friday. And the music video, the music video is dropping noon uh, Eastern Standard Time. So that'll be what? 6 p.m. for you? Yes. <laughs> My math is bad. So I'm no just going to say that. yes for now. <laughs> I think it's six. But, six yeah. <laughs> but yes, please, please have a watch. I'm definitely, I'm going to watch and fangirl over it. So you should too. Um, but for now, Arjuna, thank you so much for coming on. And I hope we get to do this again. Thank you, Nilla. I hope we get to do it again too. Bye. This is wonderful. Bye. <laughs> the chemicals kicking in right under my skin. I, I think I gotta let you in. I'll find a way to let you in. And you don't really know what I've been through. I've been on the run, got my issues, but I. Oh, oh, oh. And when you touch my skin, oh, I'm oh, oh.